0: Hello and welcome to the recovery podcast from CFS Health. In today's video, we are going to discuss why acceptance is the starting point of recovery. I have just seen so many people struggle with the acceptance of what they're going through that they're actually staying stuck for longer. And so we're gonna dive into the psychology about why it's important to accept where you're at and accept what's going on so you can get better faster and the reasons why physically this will have a great impact on your recovery and I'm going to share with you my personal story today and I'm going to share with you another story from a client that went through this process so I know that if you're listening right now and you're going through a chronic illness you might be going through chronic fatigue syndrome fibromyalgia, you might be experiencing long COVID and you're thinking why me, this is unfair, I want my old life back this podcast episode is for you before we get in that i want to share win of the week for two people one i want to give a big shout out to katie webb in our program katie jumped in our program almost a year ago from uk she was quite ill she was pushing and crashing all the time i think the three years straight it was just up and down up and down up and down and this young lady has now gotten and built her capacity to the point where she can go on holiday. She just had a great trip with her family and her boyfriend. You know, she's starting to think bigger about her life and her potential. And she's just recently been enrolled into our lifestyle integration program. So I want to give a big shout out to you, Katie. It's awesome to see the consistency and the hard work paying off because, you know, recovery isn't a walk in the park. And I want to give a shout out to Emily. Emily just turned 21 recently. And she was able to go out and party with her friends at a nightclub. And the same Emily almost a year ago inside our program was so ill that she could barely leave her house. And so this is a huge win and is something so powerful that it really does go to show that consistency over intensity, doing the work, showing up despite not feeling like it, is The way forward. Okay, you cannot wait to get better. You have to start now to get better later And so I wanted to give a big shout out to Emily so proud of you keep going She did an awesome post inside our private exclusive members group just sharing like where she came from and where she's at now Just encouraging all our new members who have just started this healing journey for themselves their recovery journey of what to do and so You know, proximity is power. You want to surround yourself with great people and we are so blessed to have such an amazing bunch of people and we've got kids as young as 10 all the way up to grandmas who are in their 80s inside our program, moving forwards, getting better and progressing towards health and really living life. Guys, let's get into today's episode. Acceptance. You know, I think the biggest problem that most people experience with this is they think that accepting, like something bad's really gonna happen. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my God, but if I accept this, then I'm never gonna get better. And the opposite is totally true. By you not accepting where you're at and what's going on, you are literally just stuck in a cycle of denial, fear, and frustration. And I know this feeling because I went through this myself when I got diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome It took two years to get a diagnosis And it was complete hell and to be honest that hell that two years was the darkest time of my life And it actually was what brought CFS health to life as I started getting better over time Over like that two-year period after I got diagnosed. It was a four years all up but I knew then and there that The darkness that I experienced, I didn't want anyone else to experience that on their own. And so that's how CFS Health was born in those really dark two years. I literally could see the vision for the world, for the future and CFS Health was that vehicle to make sure that people got practical help and specialized help in the way that, you know, doctors and specialists in the medical system don't have time to really do or prescribe properly. And so, you know, it's been 12 years since CFS Health was born. For anyone who doesn't know, this Health stands for Choice, Freedom, Success. It doesn't actually stand for Chronic Fatigue Syndrome. It was a play on words. As I started to get better, and then as I started to help other people get better too, in my Cepus Health Center clinic back in Melbourne, it was just crazy how amazing the transformations were. And you would just see it time after time, month after month, year after year, new people coming in and just... Totally transforming their lives over a period of 6 to 12 months to two years, you know Some people took a little bit longer some took even longer than that. The thing is though Ultimately while all this is happening three things were happening. They were choosing to get better They were creating freedom in their life and ultimately they created success because as they got healthier They were able to go and do the things they wanted to do now when I say they chose to get better They chose to do the things and show up in a way, just like I just shared on our Win of the Week, Katie and Emily have, where they're doing the work. You know, they're improving their physicality, they're improving their nervous system, they're improving their capacity, they're getting their sleep dialed in, they're getting their nutrition in, they're fixing their blood sugar levels. You know, there's so many things they've been doing across the board that have helped them get to where they're at, but it's not just one thing. But here's the thing, the starting point of recovery is acceptance. For two years straight, I couldn't accept where I was at. I was literally going around in circles, complaining, comparing. Why me? I remember I used to just look at my basketball friends because I was a basketball player. And I physically couldn't run. I was so sick, I lost like 20 kilos of muscle. And I was devastated. Like I was just absolutely devastated. And to watch them play was torture. Because all I wanted to do was play, but I couldn't. And so it almost made it worse because I couldn't accept the fact that I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And it made me so angry. And I had no idea, you know, this is like 17 years ago. There was no internet, really. There was no YouTube. There was nothing on the internet that was practical and helpful and hopeful. And so, you know, God, I wish I knew how much energy I lost and, you know, spent on things that didn't move me forwards to where I wanted to go. It took me two years to figure that out. And you know, there's this whole thing of you fighting against yourself. And you believe that by not accepting that things are just going to get better all of a sudden. And it's just not true. It's the opposite. When I accepted where I was at, that was the first day of my recovery. Before that, I was looking to everyone to fix me. I was going to the best doctors in Australia. I was seeing the best specialists, the best physiotherapists, the best this, the best that. None of it actually mattered. I'm sure it helped a little bit. Probably helped a lot just to get through the darkness of the day. But ultimately it wasn't what was moving me forwards. It wasn't what was getting me well. And it wasn't until I accepted where I was at. And then I started to focus on what I could do from there was when I started to get better and move forwards. Was it easy? No, it was so freaking hard. Like anyone who thinks recovery is a walk in the park is lying to themselves Right, you've got to do the work. You have to be committed to yourself. You have to put yourself Equal if not first as a priority in your life It's impossible otherwise Because you're not going to make the changes that you need to make to get better and I literally says with thousands of people You know our program is in 52 countries 53 now and I've been seeing patients for 12 years straight And there is commonalities and you know, the coolest thing happened was it was actually one of my first ever clients, Ashley Humphreys and Ashley was a runner. He was a state runner for Victoria and his neighbor was friends with me. And so the neighbor said, can you please help my friend? He's got chronic fatigue syndrome and he's just in a really bad way. And at the time I barely had a program together. I was like 23. I was a personal trainer. That was my initial job in the health and wellness world. And so I would help people with their health. And I said, of course, like, just tell him to come in and we'll have a chat. And he came in and he was so furious. Like he, you could just sit he physically, he was incapacitated. He could barely walk, like it hurt to walk. He was just so exhausted. He was really in acute stage one, really. When I look back at it, there's three stages and acute stage one is just lethargy, exhaustion, sleeping 14, 15, 16, 17 hours a day and just having no energy. In the end, what happened was I realized this guy, he needed help mentally. He needed help to process where he was at so he could start with where he was at. He was still trying to be the Ash a year ago, who was like at his peak. He was full of energy, he was running his butt off, and he couldn't do that anymore. And so, of course, he wasn't getting it better because he was stuck in that comparison to the past, but also trying to bring that past back into right now, which was nowhere near possible because his physical capacity wasn't allowing him to do that. And so it was really interesting what happened. What we did is I said, you know what? With my actual clients, this is what I do. I work with them every single week. You come in, we have an hour together and we basically just go over whatever's happening right now so we can move forwards, fix it and keep going. And for the first eight weeks, we did not leave my office. Normally what would happen is we'd have a two back-to-back one hour sessions over two weeks. We'd get everything right, we'd talk about mindset, we'd talk about nutrition, we'd talk about sleep, we'd get all the routine and structure right for their baseline. And then we would start moving forwards with their physical capacity. Now with Ash, we didn't do that and we didn't do that because he wasn't accepting where he was at and it wasn't punishment. It was process and it took eight weeks in a row, eight sessions for him to get to the point of realization that (sighs) I just have to let go of where I was and I need to embrace where I am because this is where I've got to start. So acceptance isn't resignation. Acceptance is the starting point of recovery. It is so powerful. You have no idea. And if you think about it, this trickles down into every area of life. When we actually accept where we're at, we come forth to the challenge of whatever is in front of us. But if we don't accept where we're at, we're constantly in a state of non reality. We're constantly fighting what reality is currently. And it upsets us and it frustrates us and I'll never forget when after I got diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome after two years of Just total suffering and you have no idea, you know, like dr Lon Lubick's head of Royal Children's Hospital said I was one of the worst patients that he had ever seen He did a test where I had to lay on the ground and sit up and I couldn't physically sit up on myself That's how you know incapacitated. I was I had no functionality whatsoever And you know I remember after I was diagnosed, I came home and I had my basketball shoes in my bedroom and I picked one up and I just piffed it at the wall as hard as I could. I put a little hole in the wall. Uh, uh, Sorry, mum and dad. And I think I just cried myself to sleep. And I did that because I really just wasn't accepting of what was actually happening. And the craziest thing happened. I was walking down the street. This is probably a year after that incident where I just lost my shit at the wall with my basketball shoe. I was walking down the street and I was slowly getting better, but I really, there was no progress. You know, it wasn't really tangible. And I was walking down the street after my one hour session at school and I'd come home to have a nap and, you know, sleep and restore for the rest of the afternoon. I was walking down Mentone Parade and I'll never forget this. I had my hoodie on. And I remember just looking down at the bricks as I was walking in front just thinking why me? Like this is just so unfair My whole life is over This is the story that I was telling myself and if you think about it that story I told myself for two years straight Because I believed that it wasn't possible for me and this is why mindset is so important accepting where you're at is a part of mindset It's not positive thinking Okay And as I was walking thinking why me this is so unfair two people were walking towards me There was one guy standing up walking the other guy was getting wheeled in a wheelchair He didn't have arms or legs from memory. There was like missing limbs everywhere and the guy was drooling and I was just so sad in my own story of non-acceptance that as this guy walked past and the man getting pushed in the wheelchair the man in the wheelchair who had no limbs, basically missing limbs, drawling from his mouth like incapacitated, smiled at me. <laughs> he literally just smiled at me. I actually, couldn't believe it. I was like, "Holy shit! How can that guy even smile? How can that guy be happy?" You know, because here I was going, "Why me? This is so unfair. I can't do this." Why does that have to happen to me? I'm not a bad person. There's so many other assholes at my school who should have deserved to get this illness than me. That's the story to tell myself. And I remember as that man got pushed in the wheelchair, they went past me and I, was, I turned around because I was in awe. I turned around and you wouldn't believe it, but the guy in the wheelchair with no limbs, drooling, turned around back at me and smiled again. My life changed forever because of that. And the question I asked myself after that moment. How can he be happy? How can a man that literally doesn't have a choice? He's lost limbs. He can't walk ever again. He's drooling. He can't really live his life at all. He's got no choice whatsoever. How can he be happy? And if he can be happy then I have a damn right to be happy too. And I remember going home that night and I got a piece of paper out and I literally wrote down everything I was grateful for. And now you gotta remember this is huge because for the first two and a half years, I wrote down everything that I wasn't grateful for. And I used to think and talk and speak about how I was so Upset and so hard done by and I was story after story after story of everything I didn't want. And so this was a huge pivotal moment for me because I went down. It's like, well, how dare I be ungrateful? How dare I? You know, this guy doesn't even have legs and he's smiling. And so I went down and I wrote down what I was thankful for. And the first thing I wrote down was my legs. My feet. Even though I can't run right now. At least I can stand on them, at least I can feel them, at least I can walk on them. Can I hear? Can I see? I'm grateful for seeing, I'm grateful for hearing, I'm grateful for my dog, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for my parents. And it was a huge changing moment for me, because almost in an instant, I truly just accepted where I was at, and I was grateful for where I was at, and I was able to move towards more of what I wanted. Now, did this happen overnight? Of course it didn't. It took time, especially because I was on my own. I didn't have a program to follow. I didn't have a step-by-step system. I didn't have any accountability. I didn't have any of that. I was lucky I had great parents. I was lucky that I had a great support system. But I still had to do the work regardless. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've got people in our program right now, single mothers, who have got two to four, five kids, and they're getting better. So it's not like, oh, it's only people who are privileged, it's only people who have got a great support system get better. Yeah, of course it helps, but I just want to let you know that it's possible even if you don't have that. Because we see it every single day. These guys are incredible human beings. And it takes effort and work and consistency, but in their mind, they don't have a choice. This is what they're going to do. They've decided that they're going to get better. They're going to do what it takes and what the necessary changes that require over time to get better. And so it was so powerful because what happened was I spent so much time for the first two and a half years in story about what wasn't fair, what didn't happen, what I wasn't doing to what I can focus on, what can I do, what am I doing? And of course, what we focus on expands. So over time, that just expanded and then my capacity improved and then I keep moving forward. and I changed my nutrition. Then I got really disciplined on my sleep. I got really disciplined on my food. I got really disciplined on my routine and structure. I got really interested in my mindset and curious. And how can I change that? How can I create a better future for myself? And so I started to do all these things that ultimately what we teach say inside our program, but in a step-by-step system. And we give you an entire framework from start to finish in terms of accepting where you're at to getting better to then living your life, how you want to live it in congruency of what you want. Yeah. What you value. And so it's a transformational process. It doesn't happen overnight. But acceptance is not resignation. Acceptance is the starting point of recovery. Same thing happened to Ash. That runner that I was talking about before, you know, when he started, like I said, for the first eight weeks in a row, we didn't do any behavior change. We didn't do any physical changes. We literally just focused on him accepting where he was at. Now the craziest thing happened. Guess what happened when he accepted where he was at? He started to get better. Why? Because he started to focus on what he could do right now, which was helping him move forwards to where he wanted to be in the future. Now, again, was it easy? No. Did it happen overnight? No. But every single week he showed up and that's what we did. And why is this so important? Because your mindset affects your behavior. Your behavior affects how you feel. So all these people out there who are saying, oh, you're just saying it's mindset and you're just saying it's mind over matter. It's not mind over matter. Your mindset is what changes your behavior. When you change your behavior, you change your physicality, you change the results of how you feel. We're talking on a very surface level area right now because we haven't even spoken about the comprehensive holistic approach that you need to take in order to get better. There's lots of parts to the puzzle, and you should go back and watch the Pieces to the Puzzle uh, podcast episode. Because I speak to many, many different pieces of the puzzle that you need in your recovery. And everyone's different. Depending on where you're at, it's going to be dependent on what you need to focus on. At the end of the day, the fastest way to move forwards is to be in reality right now. What is your current situation and circumstance? Where do you want to go? What do you need to do? The first point is to stop talking about what you don't want and stop talking about what you don't have. Because the longer you do that, the further and further and further away you are getting from where you want to be. The first step is to accept where you're at. Write down potentially what you can do. That's a starting point. Write down everything you can do. You're listening to this podcast. Oh, but Toby, I can't do anything. You can't do anything? I'm pretty sure you just listened to this podcast. You can hear, you can see. Maybe you can't see. Maybe you can feel. Maybe you can move your arms. Maybe you can move your legs. There's lots of things people can do. Again, I had a client called Michelle from USA. Michelle was probably one of the worst patients that I had ever seen. She'd been basically in her house for 10 years straight. She was very, very deconditioned. She had more diagnoses than I'd ever seen in my life on three pages of paper. And she was great. Like she actually looked like she was dying. And it was a very, very rough time. And in fact, I think I have a photo here on my desktop. Let me see if I can share this. There you go. Right there. That's her there. That's day one. She took that photo just before she joined the program. And month two was that photo. Like, look at the coloration in her skin. It's just day and night. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the difference in her, her coloration and her eyes. That day that she must have taken that photo I think she wanted to give up and she said to me on a webinar she joined our webinar and she said to me I'm gonna give up I've tried everything she'd tried everything and I mean she did she went to Stanford University she saw the best doctors in the world she tried every treatment that possibly was thrown at her and she didn't get better why because she didn't accept where she was at she was focusing on trying to get fixed from the outside in instead of fixing from the inside out And it wasn't until michelle took the power and the responsibility within herself she took the reins of her life and i'm going to be honest with you there wasn't much to be able to do for her she couldn't do much at the start like i said to her i said michelle you have a choice right now you can choose to focus on what you don't have or you can choose to focus on what you do have you can choose to focus on what you can't do or you can choose to focus on what you can do what can you do well i guess i can watch a video i can listen What else can you do? I can sit up in bed. Sometimes I can stare out the window. What else can you do? I can go to the toilet once a day. What else can you do? And she started from the bottom and two months in after joining the program, she was able to sit up out of bed every single day. She was able to see the sunlight. She was able to go to the bathroom multiple times a day and she built up over time within six months. She'd achieved one of her first goals, which was to go downstairs and have lunch with her mother who was her caretaker and be able to go outside into her garden and walk around her garden and pick flowers. The second goal was achieved after nine months. She was able to get to the beach by car and put her feet in the sand for the first time in over 10 years. And within a year and a half, she was able to drive seven hours on her own to see her best friend that she hadn't seen in 20 years. Now, again, it's because she purely focused on what she could do in the moment. She accepted where she was at and it was huge. Like the burden of trying to fight what was, was gone. And all of a sudden there was energy to focus on what she can do right now and move forwards. And so why I'm sharing this with you, we am going to wrap up in a moment is you really do just need to focus your attention and energy on what you can do right now. Don't fight the old. Create the new, don't fight the old, create the new. Keep creating the new. Create the new, create the new, create the new, create the new, keep creating the new. You keep creating the new, you create a new you. And it takes time. And I know, especially if you guys aren't in our program, you don't really know, you don't have a plan. You know, so you probably can't see it as much. It's probably harder for you to understand and conceptualize what it looks like. But my recommendation is get help, get a plan. Whether it's with us or someone else, I don't really care as long as it helps you get better. (laughs) That's all I want for you. And of course, if you don't have the financial resources to do that, then follow these videos, follow these podcasts, listen to our free trainings, go inside our free Facebook information hub. There's so much content in the world, so much great content that can help you move forwards. You've just got to choose what is possible and appropriate for you right now. But I really do hope this episode helps because it can set you free and it can really unlock the now for you, which means that you have more energy and time to create more of what you want. And when you do that, you get more of what you want down the track. And ultimately time compounds everything. So if you keep doing what's working over time, it's gonna be better. But if you keep doing what's not working over time, it's gonna be worse. And so you have to make a choice right now and a decision, which one are you gonna choose? That part is your choice. So I know it's a little bit of a serious one today. It really is one of the most important ones. It really is one of the most important ones because without it, you can just be stuck for way too long. And I'm going to see if I can find you what I wrote. Here we go. I want to share with you a story about mindset. A few years ago, it was actually over 10 years ago, I had a client, he was just so upset and pissed off that he couldn't run. He said, I can't believe I can't run. I can't believe this is happening to me. In that session, we set some foundations, but ultimately it took seven sessions to get to the point of acceptance. Why? Because not accepting his current reality was actually halting his recovery. He was constantly beating himself up and in total victim mode. It wasn't until session eight that he had a breakthrough on acceptance. Now I wrote this article because one of our members was struggling with acceptance. So I wanted to share her this story. He got out all his fears and frustrations over those eight sessions. I reassured him that acceptance isn't resignation. In fact, acceptance is a starting point of recovery because once he did, he could focus all his energy and attention on where he was at from that week on. He showed up differently. He showed up more relaxed. He showed up with a can-do attitude of where he was at. He was no longer his worst enemy and instead he became his best friend. He showed up in the now. The crazy thing is within 12 weeks, he started to notice, notice positive effects, less brain fog, less pain, better sleep, better baseline, less energy dips and felt better about his life in general. Six months later, after diligently working with myself inside the program, he was back running as part of his progression plan short runs that we integrated as part of his weekly structure routine and baseline 12 months later he was able to go back to running at a professional level and placed third in his division across a number of countries here's the thing he was trying so hard to get back to running from a place of non-acceptance that he couldn't make any sustained progress it wasn't until he came to myself and we actually worked on a real problem focusing on now and letting go of the story of his past was able to set him free and let go of the heavy burden of non-acceptance. The rest was history. So I wanna say, know that it's okay if you haven't accepted where you're at. Know it's okay, and know it's okay that it can take time for you. Know it's okay if things haven't clicked yet. Things will click when you're ready. And I hope this episode today was really, really helpful for you and keep moving forwards in the direction that you'd like to go focus your attention and energy on that. All the best for now, and we'll speak to you soon, bye. I hope you found this episode of the podcast really, really helpful. Here are three ways we can help you whenever you are ready. So first of all, we have a free information group on Facebook, and so if you do have a Facebook account, make sure you go and join that group. There is strictly no negative venting. It's a very supportive uplifting group and there are some great trainings in there that can help you get started with your recovery. So it's called the CFS Health Recovery Information Group. There's a link here anyway, so click that link and join it. The second thing is we have a bunch of free trainings that will really help you understand where you're at, but also help you move forward. So we're gonna leave a bunch of free trainings for you. So click on that, we'll send it to your email and obviously you can watch them in your own time. And thirdly, we've just created a 15 minute chat link. So if you're someone who's like, man, this sounds really good, this is really helpful. I really want some personal help. And you wanna have a step-by-step plan that will help you go from where you're at to where you want to be. We have opened up a few spots to have a 15 minute call, no strings attached. Basically this call is to see if or how we can help you. If we can, we'll be able to share with you some information on what that would look like. And if we can't, we'll send you some free resources that will help you if you would like to do that. So we're gonna leave a link below. You can book in your 15 minute call. This is not a coaching call. So don't expect to get coaching in a 15 minute call. This call is really to have a conversation around you, what you need help with, and whether or not we can work together to help you get the results that you want. So if CFS Health, the mentorship program sounds something you're interested in, but you're just not quite sure about it yet, this is a perfect opportunity to book in that call, have a chat, and then of course we can go deeper if this is something that you would like to do. Hope you found the podcast helpful. Please leave some love, especially on the YouTube channel go and comment on the videos that you found helpful and appreciate all your support. And we look forward to speaking with you soon. All the best for now. Speak to you soon. Bye.